Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. INFPs often feel like outcasts due to their introspective nature, which comes from their cognitive functions, which comes from how we are structured. Our psyche is created to honor our personal values, what is important to us, and use that as a decision-making lens for all things, as well as delving into and exploring what happens in idea space, the potential of one little seed of an idea going to another one, going to another one, and that mass creation of ideas is something that INFPs naturally do, and yet it is not honored within most cultures. It's not the standard way of approaching life or decision-making or careers. So we feel like outcasts. And in order to deal with that, we need to understand our personality type better. And I'm going to give you some pointers and some self-understanding that'll take you a long way throughout the rest of this video. What's up, Legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help INFPs to find their spark and live a life of meaning and purpose. In a world that often prizes and rewards extroversion, as well as being a sensory person, knowing that this is a practical, tangible thing, being able to express that and follow along with that instead of having your head in the clouds, instead of wondering about what if something happens, what if aliens come down? <laughs> what, if, what could happen if I jumped on a unicorn right now and rode that to Mars? That is not the type of stuff that most people think about. And the reason is because about 75% of the tested, the world is censored. And if everybody is mainly censors, then naturally people who use intuition as a way of gathering information, a way of learning about the world and what to expect, they're not going to be seen as the same. They're going to be naturally perceived as different because they are. We are. And that's okay. It is okay to be different. And I guarantee you would not want to be the same as everybody else. If you're an INFP watching this, which I assume you are, then you're not going to actually want to be the same as everybody else. But I understand the desire to blend in, in a way, to feel accepted, to feel like I am not flawed, I am not broken. I struggled with that for, I don't know, 20-some years, feeling that something was wrong with me because of my perspective, because of how I approached life, because of the thoughts that I had, the feelings that were too strong that didn't seem in sync with what was going on around me, what are you going to do? Embrace being yourself. Embrace being an INFP and living and learning how to love your personality type, how to look in the mirror and say, I love myself for who I am. And know that you, like any class in a role-playing game, you bring something specific to the table. Like The world needs you doing you to the best of your ability. You cannot have a whole raiding party of just warriors. It wouldn't work. You would get wiped so fast. The world needs a mix, 
and a variety. So many people try to fit in by mimicking the behaviors and expectations of the culture of the world. And we do that in our own way too. We also fight it a lot. So there's this thing called intuitive blending. You might have heard about it from probably Personality Hacker, where we push down our intuitive nature because the world is a sensor-based world, and it has to be. What would happen if everybody was in idea space as often as we were? It would not be a pretty place. And so we, when we talk to people and they're like, why can't you just be normal? Why can't you just say things that normal people say or act like normal people do? Well, we eventually learn, okay, I might as well just tone it down. Instead of speaking in analogies and metaphors all the time, maybe I'll just not talk. And we learn that what we think and what we say just doesn't align with most other people. So we change it. The way that the world is going now, I believe it's leaning more towards intuition. It's leaning more towards the possibility space. Because humanity is at that moment where we can start thinking about that stuff a bit more. Back when we were running away from saber-toothed tigers or whatever, we did not need to be in idea space as much. We did not need a visionary perspective or an innovative perspective as much. We just needed to know, is this thing going to kill me? Yes, no, let's get out of here. And now we are stable. We're okay, generally, as humanity. And we can start to lean into more things like poetry and art and creation and dance and music, story, which have always been honored, but not in the way that most INFPs would probably like it to be. So rather than embracing our true selves, we learn to mask it. We learn to hide our genuine feelings. We learn to not share our ideas. And that creates this further sense of isolation. So we need to learn to stand tall in our uniqueness, in our authentic self. And instead of trying to force yourself to blend in with other people, to be in a, to fit in a mold that doesn't want you necessarily to fit in that mold, well, we need to learn to embrace these distinct differences. Your introverted feeling, your dominant function, what is called the resonating soul in the RPG model that I use, that is about living authentically as you, listening to your conscience all the time, weighing how important is this thing towards your inner harmony. If you make this choice, if you make this decision, how is it going to reflect on you as a community of parts and many personalities? That's a really good thing to have, not just for you, but for the world. What if more leaders in the world thought like that and had the conviction to stand up for doing the good thing? And we also need to lean into our auxiliary function, what I call the mentor within our journey. And that character class is the innovating explorer. This is about enjoying idea space, the unfolding and unfurling and firework-like explosion of ideas and possibilities and taking those two different things that you can see around you, mashing them together and seeing what happens. There's a speaker here. There's a mask over there. What if our masks had speakers? That would be kind of weird. What would that lead to? What would that do? What if our speakers had masks? I don't know. I don't know what that would do. Muffle things. 
But doing that creates change, creates possibility, creates options. And that curious nature is something that us as INFPs have in abundance and need to embrace, despite it feeling unwanted, despite other people saying, you're weird. So what? Be weird. Be you. And continue to be you at better, higher levels of, of development and success. Some things that you should pay attention to as you are developing and leaning into your authentic INFP personality type is that it's important to reflect on your personal values, your passions, your natural gifts, the things that you are just irrationally passionate about that are so important to you. Write them down, consider different ways of incorporating those into your life, into your business, your career, your relationships, not to stifle other people's desires, of course, but to bring those out into the world so that we can have more creativity, so that we can have more exploration, more exploring. Instead of feeling like lost souls or broken people all the time, we can bring it out into the world and find other people that will connect with it. And I guarantee you will live a happier life if you're doing things that are more aligned with who you are as a person and the things that you like. If you just buckle up, but you buckle, I don't know, you, you tie your tie, you go to work, put your head down, you sit in a cubicle all day, you dream and fantasize about exploring the world. That's not a fulfilling life. And you're always going to feel like an outcast because you're doing things, you're in an environment that is not honoring your specific skills. How much can we do that? in the world, in society, in your culture, in my culture, where I'm living now in Japan? Well, I don't know, but why not give it your all? Why not continue endlessly? Maybe you've thought, oh, I've done this before. I've tried. I've tried talking to somebody before and it didn't work out. I created art before and I shared it and it kind of fell flat. So do it again. Do it endlessly passionately until it connects or until you just have gotten it all out. I would rather do my best, give it my all and have experienced that version of life than to hide behind comfort or misery for the rest of my life. Just not being happy, showing up every day, doing the th same things that are not appealing. Ugh. Do that for three decades or something like that and see how you feel. Seriously, imagine doing that and then reflecting, looking back on your life, how satisfied are you after having never done the things that you really want to do because somebody called you an outcast or because you felt like it and you attached that label to yourself. Maybe you're a visionary thinker. Maybe you're an innovator, an entrepreneur of the heart. Another thing that you should do is seek out communities of like-minded individuals, other intuitives, other INFPs, ENFPs, people that understand extroverted intuition, people that appreciate the heart and that soft, squishy side of us and the confusing side of us, the hot and cold side of us. Go to community.geekpsychology.com if you want to connect there, or you can go to inowfeelpositive.com and get the free INFP course that will teach you about yourself. And within there too, there's a link to the INFP Discord as well. So if you feel a little misunderstood, that's a good place to be. But there are other communities too.
you can find other INFP communities. And also focus on personal growth and self-awareness. Know when you are delving too deep into emotions and a lifestyle that is not serving you. And change it. If you spend all this time trying to understand yourself, and then you don't leverage the fact that you actually do understand yourself, then you're wasting your time and your energy. Utilize it. And I know we don't like the feeling of being inauthentic to the emotion, the feeling that is there right now. If we're feeling a specific way, then we want to honor that. And that's good. But also know that you don't need to be sad all the time. You can transmute emotions. And you can use those as a catalyst to creating change in your life and bringing the level of your life up so that you no longer experience as low of dips. But then you might ask, well, how am I going to be creative? How am I going to do my art or my music if I'm not feeling sad, if I'm not feeling miserable? I don't know. If you have a, an answer for that one, I guess let me know down below in the comments because I'm sure we are all curious about that. There's a good point for all of those, right? The sad, bad, scary, negative serve us as well. They give us that hit that lets us know that we can feel things on an extreme level and we can share that with other people and then other people can experience it too and know that they're not alone. And that's great. But knowing when to allow that part of yourself to embrace that dark side and knowing how to shake it off and go back into living a positive, happy, fun version of your life as well is really important. And as a word of caution, just remember that balance is important. Being authentically you as your INFP self is extremely important. And also adding on new skills, expanding your talent tree of yourself is really important too. Just being authentically you at a level of development that is not serving your friends, your family, yourself, the world at a higher level, it's okay. It's okay, but I know you can do so much more. Because I talk to a lot of INFPs who have huge, amazing dreams to impact and change the world. And I also know every time I say that, people are like, well, you're not an INFP because you're thinking about other people. That's not how life works. I know through myself, through my experience, sharing, helping more people has helped me want to do it more because I know that if I can impact you, if I can change your life in some way, improve it in some way, which I can, I know not just through these videos, which I hope help, but through one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I do, schedule.geekpsychology.com, as well as the INFP Masterclass infp.geekpsychology.com, I know I can impact people's lives. And I know that if I help you and you help somebody else and you help, they help somebody else and then somebody else, that is a ripple effect of positive vibes, <clears throat> chef kiss vibes everywhere. And that is how we as INFPs can impact the world. Helping one person help another person who will hopefully help even more people. <clears throat> Got a little bit passionate about that little bit of mood. Just remember as an INFP, you have the power to create a purposeful, meaningful life that is fulfilling. It's exciting. It honors who you are as a person. 
and it actually impacts other people and creates this fulfilling existence for yourself and for others that you have allowed into your heart space. You've opened up just enough for them to come in and then closed it back. And that's okay. You don't want to just be exposed. <laughs> just don't, don't just be exposed all the time. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's time to stop. Let us know down below in the comments also what has helped you not feel like an outcast. Is it actually just communicating with people, saying the things that you're feeling and thinking enough that you learn how people are probably going to respond and you can tweak it, you can improve it? Or is it something else? Is it acting as if you are that bombastic character and taking on the neurology and the breathing, the physiology and beliefs? What is it? Maybe it's something else. Let me know. Bye. I don't know how to end this video. I don't know why that song came up, but here we are. Are there words to that song? I don't know. Bye. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.